ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. Cross the line in three, two, one. What's going on, my fellow Impactors? Welcome to episode 87 of the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jeff. Uh, alongside me on this lovely Saturday, new day, same time, uh, unless it's a pre-show, we'll still do them on Saturdays, uh, is the uh, the Ezekiel to my Joseph Park. Max, everybody, what's going on, buddy? <laughs> what's up? Yeah, I mean, hey, he's twerking over there. He's like, hey, guys, I got this idea. That's a good idea. I, I, th- I, I think it might work. So... Just, park in WWE. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I think he's. I think they were looking for ideas. He's like, guys, I got this idea. We're trying to repackage him. I, you know, something happened in my olden days. I'm gonna go ahead and see because no one from WWE probably saw it. They probably think this is a whole fresh idea that he's coming up with. No, what I'm saying is that who do they think Joseph Park was? <laughs> saying, yeah, but I'm saying they don't realize that he used to be Abyss. Oh, he's just he's that Chris Park guy. He's also yeah. plays this Joseph Park character. Yeah, they just. <laughs> He doesn't have the mask, so they never put two they and two together. They never put two and two together. <laughs> Vince doesn't watch Impact or TNA. He's like, who? Hey, man. <laughs> you let their champion on their television. That's true. All right. Well, uh, guys, you might be wondering uh, if you can see if the, uh, the group uh, lights up here. We really did this on a last moment's notice. It just works for us uh, in our schedule. Um and as well, we put out the show at 10 o'clock right after this on YouTube, so not like anyone else is missing it. Um, and uh, thank you to those who are live. If you stick with us live, thank you. If you watch on YouTube or audio, listen to it on audio, thank you as well. We've been cracking over 200 on YouTube, which is dope. Uh, two weeks in a row. Thank you guys very much. Um, but as we always say, one friend at a time, one fan at a time. Uh, so numbers, we won't pay too much attention to, but I will say that you got 284. Well, we're one away from being even where we need to be for our every episode new Twitch viewer. So uh, to get to episode 87, uh, we need one more. So if then you're watching on Twitch or you're on YouTube and you're listening to audio, whatever it may be, go hit us and follow us on uh, Twitch so you can make Max. Uh, and also uh, our goal for Rebellion was 300 for subs on uh, YouTube, 3,500 on Twitter. Damn, damn, thank you guys very much. IO killing it. Uh, the TBN guys killing it. Um, awesome, awesome energy. But yeah, so you're probably wondering what we're going to talk about uh, <laughs> since this is uh, going on. Um, since uh, there wasn't really an impact episode per se, obviously different than what we talked about or last talked about uh, what we thought was going to happen this week in the IPWF. We'll get into that uh, with number one, obviously. Uh, but we got to get to our internet has been terrible this week and lagging, pausing. Uh, no worries. Hey, catch us live, catch us later. You watch us uh, in 10 minute spurts, one second spurts. We thank you. Don't worry, buddy. Uh, but good to see you back. Uh, so, Max, all this, I'm just trying to get into a segue and I can't transition, but let's get into it. <laughs> Alrighty. It's your favorite. I think it's, I, I like it. I enjoy, I enjoy it. YouTube, se- YouTube comments. Yeah. It's always nice when the YouTube comments. Are about something that we're going to be talking about later on in the show. Yeah, it's almost so. like they do our job for us. 
no, we appreciate it. As we always say, if you're new to this, especially uh, unbiased, transparent, uh, all opinions welcome as long as they're delivered in a in a cordial way. Um, but uh, as you'll see, uh, so let's get right into that. All right, uh, Max. I can kind of. Uh, knockouts need some jobbers on the roster. Seems like they're doing too much 50-50 booking, especially with Shaw and Frost. I agree. I'm all down for having some jobbers. Some Santina Morales and things like that just need to come in there. Who is Masha beating every week? I, but, I mean, they need, like... Lish? Uh, yeah, like some static Lish, jobbers that come in that are just there. Because, yeah, Masha's running through these people, but... Some of the other people aren't, so okay. it'd be nice if they had, you know, the Fuego del Souls of Impact. <sighs> they could come out here and just eat pins left and right. I agree with the first half. The second half, I don't. The fifty-fifty booking, especially with Shaw and Frost, I don't agree with at all because I think, to, to as we said, to build feuds in different ways. Uh, these were two newcomers, in a sense, uh, it didn't hurt to build. And this is one of those things you. Get early if you if these women are, are women you lock down for two to three years you get them in a feud early where they exchange wins the rivalry that continues forever i, I just i liked it i like the season yeah, but i'm I, okay with it, it didn't I, hurt either. I, I think it's okay to do 50 50 at times i will say hmm. like going back one of wwe when they put sheamus and cesaro together they started that as a best out of seven so they literally went back and forth and it was it was cool to have that. So I right. think as long as it doesn't transition throughout the entire roster, but having a feud be 50-50 for a bit, I think is okay. Yeah. Max having a little bit of a clicking every time you use it. I don't know what it is. Can't figure it out. Uh loose wire or something, maybe? I don't know. There. Um next up, well, so we're gonna skip the blurry walk for a second. Welcome back, blurry walk, because there is a I believe that by someone else. So, uh, I'll read the next one. Metal Lazy titles uh, match. They should have just had a full Metal Mayhem uh, match, especially if wrestlers can't be in the tag match due to being at other shows. Ever since Cardona won the NXT title, hasn't done much with it so far. Anyways, I keep saying the same. Uh, once again, for these set of tapings, we'll see. I get what you're saying. Uh, but you can't say he's done. He's defended it in other shows, right? Yeah, he's been doing stuff out off of TV, which yeah. is fine by me because storyline-wise, we're pretty packed. Mm. So him not being there and defending other places is is fine by me because yeah. he's out there defending it in the indie. So I'm okay with it that way, as long as he's not sitting catering, doing yeah. nothing. And no matter if it was defended every. Incarnation, right? Since it since it came into play, the respect or middle weight that we want it to get to before you're ready to be heavyweight or determine if you can be main event champion, excuse me, uh, champion. Uh, it's great time. And it, it doesn't matter if you defend it every week until yeah. this point right now. Sense of prestige or anything, uh, but uh, the Briscoes. Uh, we'll get to that. But obviously, they're going to be working with Impact from that point forward. Uh, we just got the word from Nick Johnson and PW Insider. Shout out to them. Uh, so yeah, Briscoes working with us from that point forward. So they will be there. The Full Metal Mayhem. Thing. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but 
I love that match. I just think it would be even more of a clusterfuck. I, which I think it, it should be. Next up, uh, Blurry Walk. Let's switch to that. Max, you can actually read it, and then there's a rebuttal. Uh, I think the only thing Impact needs is a few decent known talents, but with AEW signing everybody, there isn't much Impact can do. The mid-card and upper mid-card really have no division. I can't read it. Like, it could be Morrissey, uh, Macklin, and Jonah if he signs with Impact, but I think it's still not enough. Uh, I think we talk about this. We go over depth charts. We could do it again to refresh everybody. I I think this is because of the contracts the the situation that we're in fine I won't say financial situation makes it seem like we're in a bad position. But I say it all the time is they get in the black, they spend it to get back. They get in the black, they spend it to get so I think as we can lock up more people and we still build those relationships, we won't see the full vision until we can start locking in people uh regular regularly. It's the word that always beats me. Um, but I, I don't know if that's a fair assessment. But the, the reply, well, uh, I can't see the 158. 158. Apologize if I butch that. But he says, sadly, with Tony buying ROH, now stars would probably sign there instead of Impact, conjuring the owner owns AEW2. I think ROH will now become the third biggest promotion in the United States. It's a shame Impact has a great product. I don't agree. And it's not being a biased impact guy, Max. You're obviously a fan of AEW as well. I just yeah. don't think that no matter the magic Tony Khan has, you alienate the true ROH fans. Bringing in your, I won't say leftovers because there's still great talents that I wish we had. Um, but I just can't see it. Him putting much. I mean, from what he said, it seems like it's going to end up being developmental. It would be so we have obviously sorry number three to talk about it but yeah um but if it is developmental why are the briscoes gonna sign to be an roh developmental like i i think the people who are gonna sign with aw are still gonna sign with aw but i don't necessarily know if the people who are that are that impact or targeting tony khan's going to go after for roh yeah and i also don't think the people that we would want in our main event scene or mid card almost near main event scene would be uh people that can't even get into aw so i think a lot of prospects i know we have a lot of prospects look at the age uh you know group on some of them uh ace bay trade the whole group there uh no one missing people but I think we're in a good place. I, I think this is just there's phases to this process. The pandemic helped but hurt us, and, it, and it's going to take a little bit of time. But I agree with the, the assessment. I think patience is the the key. Uh, next up, Darker Sides 22. Bailey versus Josh would be an amazing match. Whenever Josh becomes champ, I mean, Ace is a good talent. He can't do what Bailey can do. He is on another level. Max? I mean, I like. Um, Bailey, I think, I think it would be a great match. Um, I, I think he's going to get his run with the X division title though, for a while. Um, I think in the ring, he's amazing, but I think ACE is a more complete package from character in the ring yeah. on the mic, like all of that. Whereas Mike Bailey right now is really just, wow, look at this dude in the ring. Great indie he, guy. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have a defined character between Bray. about Bray is his thing 
It, it, don't forget that part is is we're saying great, but there's nothing yeah. about he needs to develop that other uh, like yeah. him winning the X division and it being a work rate title is perfect for him. Perfect. It, it helped work for Trey. Trey is yep. kind of starting to come into his own with it. So mm-hmm. I think him winning the title would allow him to develop it. But I think he needs to add a little bit more before he goes into a world. Yeah. Into a title shot. I agree. Uh, Millard Harris, who just actually talked to there in the chat. I saw their play. Guys were great as always. Thank you, buddy. Oh, I saw the replay. I saw I missed the live, so I saw the replay. That would help. Hope Impact keeps bringing in wrestlers because we all know if they don't, Tony Khan will love Ty and the Briscoes hopefully going forward. Um, I think we'll talk about that uh, in depth in three and four and five. Uh, I don't think it's anything to worry about. Once again, I believe we're in a, in a uh, Attitude Era-like situation Monday Night Wars. Monday Night Wars trying to get into segments. Um, so where do we put them? We would have another show, an ROH show, a uh, NWA, TNA, whatever the hell we eventually become when we finally can afford to do it or whatever it may be. Um, it, then you could worry about signing more, but how many options do you need in such a two-hour <laughs> episode a week? It's like a – it would be like um, the show of – I don't know. I'm not update, but insert show here having 60 main characters. Like how do you make that in two hours every week, and that's all you have for TV time. Um, but appreciate it. Well, Polaroid uh, Memory, great show, and I agree with all the ROH AEW stuff. Have a sub. Thanks, buddy. All right. And last but not least, uh, Max, do you want to hit on this one? Um, I think having IPFW next episode is mainly because of MLB opening day on Thursday, so the ratings were going to be very bad. They probably didn't want to hear the BS about the first show after the Multiverse of Matches not giving views. Uh, we can go one week without a regular program. I want to say they did 68,000 or something, or maybe more, or maybe it was 80,000. Their their views weren't it, – It dropped, but not – once again <laughs> – it probably means five I didn't watch it this week. Yeah, it's, and so, it doesn't include their um, YouTube stuff, their which I still think. There's so much stuff now. I don't care. As long as the, the, the whatever's happy ratings. I agree. Uh, the, and we'll talk about the right. IPFW, but stuff like that. The Rebuttal Hill, uh, Metal and Hey, friends, talking. Uh, majority of the games are during the day, and MLB doesn't get big ratings like the NFL. And then opening day always uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I can't speak to that, and I'm sure uh, baseball – the games are in the day, so it wouldn't affect uh, – uh, we'll talk about um, impact on Access TV now, so let's go right into that and uh, roll that all in there. Um, so it wasn't IPFW. Right, and that's what we're going to talk about. <laughs> so that's the first thing we need to point out. Well, that was um, – Yeah, um, they did a swerve. And they basically <laughs> showed us highlights of multiverse of matches. What's going on? I yes. actually, new faces. I actually there. think it was a great idea. Well, yeah. Uh, well, well, let's talk about the episode first. Let's get into to uh, a quick rea- uh, reaction for you because last week, uh, you know, obviously you watched it after we had done the show. Uh, so I want to get your kind of opinion on uh, best match or. or and, uh, and uh, Shelly, what the best match was. But uh, real quick, this was a Josh production in the chat, which I really liked. You could definitely tell his WWE training. Like, never, no problems, no problems ever with Josh. Uh, so a lot of Deanna Prazo, Deanna Prazo, Deanna. This was basically a recap show with some interviews and, and promos sprinkled in there that I really enjoyed. 
Um, Ultimate X recap, Rebellion, Mickey Chelsea recap. The one thing I want to point out in this, and I'm only gonna I'm not gonna spend too much time on it, uh, talking about the individual things because it was a recap show. Uh, but I have, wish they showed, and maybe they did show it, and I just blanked out. But that Mickey and uh, trying to be nice, but Mickey and Nikki, uh, the Jim Gang. They, they, I didn't see that before, where Aldis was talking about, uh, hap, I wish this was under better circumstances. I'm so proud of my time with Impact Wrestling. All these things have been nice to hear before the crowd booed the shit out of them. Uh, <laughs> because in their defense, if they didn't see that prior, I would have done the same thing based on how we you know, talked about Impact. Uh, but I thought that was interesting. Uh, Eddie recap, love him. Back to Die Hard, Edward's RH uh, fan that, that, that touches me. Uh, and his promo work, I love as a heel as well. Uh, Eddie versus Ishii, PCO and Moose recap, and Josh and Jonah, Saban uh, versus JY. With that weird Macklin interrupt, obviously we have the announcement that it's going to be a three way at Rebellion for them. Uh, really interesting, I guess, with the ROH stuff, that's what made sense. Are they the honor no more? Next up, Good Brothers versus Briscoes recap. They announced the return of the Briscoes uh, for Rebellion and On. We just announced uh, at the top of the show. Um, uh, then Josh talks about the Diana ROH situation, uh, and they're not holding anything back here. Max, we've talked about this, and we'll get into it with two and three. Uh, but uh, interesting that they're just they're just saying stuff, and it could be um, but we, we have speculated for a while that the relationship is uh, whatever at the moment. Uh, Deanna then uh, shows her, they show her which I thought was fire as well. We get a recap of the her versus Fabi Apache swerve with Taya then coming out, which by the way, said there's a lot of uh, people elsewhere said, what is she going to do back she hasn't done everything, first of all. And the point of her going back to Impact, especially after a run in NXT, at least from my perspective, uh, would be look at the respect she had. Look, Impact hasn't been a hot We haven't been a hot brand um, for on a consistent basis for a long time. We, we've been building, we've been digging out of the hole where, where we've been had patches of success, and, and I think we're in a great place. Um, but to have someone music after they return for almost two years of being gone, and that group in Texas, uh, uh, it was really dope to see, I won't say homegrown, but one of our talents impact people. And the fandom got it right away. It's a good sign. So it's a good sign for us, and I, and I hope she does some things with uh, beyond uh, just the Diana program. She'll hopefully move to the tag as well because she hasn't won those. Um, yeah, so then we get Diana pro, uh, promo, get the promo, them both new, and then we get what I think tonight: Shelly versus Bailey. Um, do you agree on that? First of all, and second, if you do, runner up. Yeah, so that was definitely match of the night. Um, it was absolutely amazing. I think that match is when I really felt like, okay, Bailey's winning the X Division title at Rebellion. That's I'm gonna go ahead and put my pick out there 
that to me was great. Yeah, <laughs> top eight the board. Um, when it comes to my second favorite match, it's it's a little bit different because obviously going in when you watched it, you didn't have the, I guess, the benefit of knowing news and stuff that had come out about right. like the who's coming back and so on and so forth. Mm. But knowing that the Briscoes are going to be back in Impact and uh, plan on doing stuff, that to me was my second favorite match because I know that it sets up, at least in my opinion, what's going to become a long-term storyline of either the Good Brothers versus the Briscoes or Bullet Club versus Briscoes. Mm. Because Jay White got involved, um, Bay got – so there's all that. So that to me was super exciting because – I know there's a it's it's a it's the beginning of what I'm assuming is right. something I'm excited for a larger part of my of a story. Yeah. Uh, help, um, I just real quick, I may want to check if you have anything else on turn off our internet seems to be choppy. I don't have anything else. Uh, okay. All right. Well, I do hear the choppiness. But, um, yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I, I did have. But, you know, it was watching it back, and that's the reason I wanted to talk about that before we talk about IPWF and kind of mold it into that, is going into this week, we thought that IPWF wouldn't be a bad thing necessarily. They have two weeks. We always do that. It's a fun kind of refresher before we get the home stretch of a pay-per-view. Um, so for that reason, I think as much. Now seeing this show, uh, with the recap, with the production they put into there, with the putting over their people, showing the Briscoes, showing I was wrong. That, <laughs> that was the better of the options. I still would have been fine with IPWF. But uh, would you agree now? Not to let you answer, sorry. <laughs> no, I, I agree completely. I think that they realize that with Multiverse of Matches, ma- matches happening... Sorry on WrestleMania weekend and all the other stuff that was going on, there's people who may not have seen it. And a lot of this stuff led into stuff at Rebellion, stuff post-Rebellion. So it made sense for them to say, hey, we're going to reshow this. We're going to give you some backstage stuff so that if you didn't watch it, here's what's going on so you don't come back and you're completely lost. Where did the Briscoes come from? What are, What's happening there? So... Although you may have read it, I think that's why they did it. I think it was smart. The IPFW stuff is something that once you film it, you can keep that for right. whenever. It doesn't have to be a time sensitive, like yeah, a time sensitive thing. No and pun I like intended. That. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Uh, it, it, with all those reasons, I, I think what for me it was just a matter of IPWF is that just hey, let's have a little bit of refresher. So I didn't mind it. Uh, but now I see that, you know, obviously that this was the better choice. It wasn't a debate of which one was going to be the better choice, but was it okay for that? I didn't mind it because, as you said, it adds that other layer of impact um, that a lot of places don't do uh, or don't offer to, to free agents or whatever it is. My guess is that, and it is hit or miss with some people. I will, I will admit that. It's not always you know, what people enjoy. What I would guess is that for some of those people, and I would just mention it in there, I'll talk about what the TBN, the poll of the guys they put out. Um, uh, the That 
IPWF would have been some of theirs, and I, and I don't know who's on there, but I would say fourth match of the night, fifth midnight, I think. So the uh, multiverse of matches ended when midnight. 10, 11, yeah. 12, 1, no, 1. Maybe 1. Maybe 1, actually. And then on top of that, they're going to film. So maybe the footage <laughs> on top of being on the standard for being that show right after a really successful pay-per-view. I mean, I have not seen more, like, for instance, uh, speaking of PW Insider, um, the way they said of, they announced that this was going to be the match instead of IPW, or this was going to be the show instead of IPW, they said, um, the uh, excellent pay-per-view. You never see them get those kind of, uh, you know, little nice blurbs for the most part. But I have not seen a negative blurb is what I'm trying to get at. Uh, scrolling through or seeing anything on the internet. So I've been happy with the, the response in multiverse matches. It was the right move. Uh, and it continued all the storylines. So heading into Rebellion long term, maybe it helps uh, tremendously. All right. Let's get into topic number two because we need a, we need our own palette refresher, Max. We need our own IPWF. And uh, if you're new to the show, uh, you could go back and watch all of them. We are a stout defender. We, we, are, we understand in most regards. But that being said, this is too funny not to pass up. Uh, or to pass up. So, Max, do you have a tweet that you're talking have, about? I have the tweets pulled up. So I will say that Reddit seems to believe that Tony was getting into a little bit of the magic nose candy um, and hit Twitter hard. Yeah, he was skiing. And he came up with this series of tweets. So an independent study has confirmed that much of the staunch anti-AEW online community aren't real individuals. It's a staff running thousands of accounts plus an army of bots to signal boost them. Look closely. These aren't real people. Who'd pay for such a wildly expensive thing? Ever wonder why so much of the activity of these accounts is retweets and replies? Like who actually has 80% of their activity is straight up retweets. And then he went into research this one yourselves. Your internet, you internet detectives thrive in these situations. Speaking of wild things, and he goes into a match. He's like their boiler room staff is going to be working overtime on Friday, and I love it. Uh, sorry, sorry, guys. I'm gonna have to watch the replay on YouTube because my connection is horrible. Have a great show. I wonder if it's us. It might be us. Uh, hopefully not. Uh, we'll test this out and, and take a listen. Um, so, Max, why don't you just say your opinion? Why I try to hear <laughs> what it sounds like to the, to the people listening. So, first off, I do think that there are bots out there that are retweeting and kind of boosting anti-AEW stuff. Do I think it's a specific company run by, you know, you know, some some people up north? No. Um I just think there's there's if you look at fans, there's some hardcore fans in of both companies, WWE and AEW, and they just like to shit on each other. It's what they enjoy doing. So I think there's probably people out there who have multiple accounts, just like Kevin Durant does, and they tweet something and 
that shits on AEW and they jump on their multiple accounts and they like and retweet it from their four or five different accounts. So I I think that's probably what's happening with a lot of it. But I think some of it's valid criticism. Um, his statement about who actually has 80% of their activity is straight up retweets. I mean, there are a bunch of people on Reddit who were like, I have 80% of my stuff is retweets. All I do is like and retweet stuff. I don't really interact that much. So uh, I feel like it's him trying to defend the fact that there, there are people that have legitimate criticisms. But yeah. the thing is, WWE and AEW are two completely different things. They are geared towards two different types of audiences. WWE is a moments-based company. They want to be able to take clips and make YouTube videos and put them on Twitter and YouTube and get people to remember when you saw Brock Lesnar beat The Undertaker, that look of shock. I don't remember what happened four and a half minutes into that match, though. But I remember the big moments. AEW was much more five-star matches start to finish amazing wrestling is what they is what they is how they want their product and so people if you don't like one you're not gonna like like if you're a wwe person you're not gonna like AEW. so look you know marvel dc goes for you know there's a bunch of first of all our our, for those who stick with us appreciate it it's twitch or it's us uh, but it's, I don't even know if this is worth, we'll see if it's worth airing uh, after. Um, yeah, I, I think that dynamic, we don't have to get into that. Obviously, people are, are going to argue because they don't like stuff. And it's a great point. You just It's apple and oranges. And some people like apples, some like oranges. It is what it is. Uh, but when it comes down to those things, do I think it's WWE? No, it could, could it be? Sure. Anything could be anything. But at the same time, for me, what this really represented was, was him binging. I am at allegedly. I'll even put that to the side. I'll just say small dick energy was was really, really transparent here, man. And, and with us in our thoughts, and once again, we defend the dude, um, our thoughts of maybe the relationship with Impact and AEW isn't as great as we thought it was. Maybe the New Japan thing hurt one side. Maybe the ROH purchase now hurts something. We don't know, but maybe it's not necessarily the doors closed, but it's possible. That it's not as good as it is it seems, or, or as we would they would like it to seem. With that being said, uh, man, just stay off Twitter, bro. No, I agree. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's just funny. Thought it would be a, a good palate cleanser, uh, just because we don't, you know, obviously like to keep up with our, our boy Tony. And uh, is about count. I mean, I agree. I think I think Impact is very good at actually both. Managing both. Yeah, they they put on great matches in the ring. And they, at the same time, they also do great backstage story stuff that is, like, story-based, the Broken Hardy stuff that's kind of, like, out there. They do a really good job of giving everybody different flavors. And once again, you know, if you don't like Impact, that's fine. And I say the same thing about us, let alone... AW or WWE, if you if you like the product but you don't like the voice or you don't like this or you don't like that, go somewhere else. Like wrestling, pro pro wrestling. Uh, it doesn't mean it, it it's not comparable. You don't have to like one or the other. Um, at the same time, 
it's just funny to see that this is the and he i mean he's just, just a grown-ass man i mean he's, he's our age right <laughs> i mean i i feel like he's well we know what his issue but like he just he doesn't like he gets super offended when people don't like his product. Like he takes it personally. Right, right. And that's the problem, is it's like it's like, dude, you're you're running a wrestling company. Not everybody is gonna like everything yeah. you he, do. He the Jaguars. But that's the thing. Nobody likes the Jaguars. So all he hears is is criticism. But AEW, like, he came in and props right. to him. He came in and kind of like was like the prodigal son of wrestling. Like finally a second company has returned okay. like to the level that was WCW. Like it brought people back to like the Monday Night Wars kind of like mentality where you had two – do I think it grew wrestling? No. But yeah. do I think that it – for the people who had – your hardcore fans who had gotten tired of WWE, they felt like – what they felt like watching that like this is what i've what i've always wanted it's an indie with well, well, wwe's production behind it yeah and to me it's just it comes it comes down to it's, it's, and and that's what it is i don't care if he was the second coming of jesus to wrestling he i like what he's done he just needs to lay off the twitter it's just he literally has the golden goose he can do anything. He can, He literally has Many people think that Marco Stunt is, is some superstar for a short period of time. Okay? But did they replace him like a motherfucker? Like that. Yes, they did when he had new shiny things to bring in. Don't blame him. Nothing against Marco Stunt either. Not my cup of tea. Probably why I don't watch AEW. But the point is he can do that. The people that are loyal to him, he could spit shine a turd and they'll eat it. And that's not a diss. It just he's got the golden goose. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> stop. Stop tweeting. Stop. Just just be in, be the cool guy. But I, I think when you you show your hand when you're that person when you're when you have jealousy or you have uh, insecurities, it, it really shows. Especially when you have. Uh, but why? When you're number one, why? I mean, in the grand scheme of things, right? I think in the eyes of the internet, he's number one. All right, so let's keep that going just because of something he said. And this is nothing negative he said. It was just kind of what he's done with ROH. We've had a couple of weeks to assess what he's done with it. A couple of weeks, yeah. Um, kind of seen the vision. You've you've heard his responses uh, for the most part. You've seen the talent he's going to keep and not keep. Um, one is how upsetting is it that, you know, they <laughs> that he owns it and not us, not Impact. Uh, and two, he mentioned, or someone had questioned him about Maria and her, you know, her responsibilities and her uh, creativity when it came to the locker room for the women's division of ROH before they were purchased. And he said, "Yeah, we're interested in working with them. Does that does that conflict our thoughts? Is is it being a, a feeder place, or does that go along with it? And two, how much does it would suck on top of that if uh, if that group that we OGK how are they?" Uh, the kingdom, excuse me. OGK, yeah, OGK. kingdom. Uh, and that Honor No More group kind of dissipated. We we love all of them. I, I think we could say that's fair to say. Uh, but how much would it be a, another kick in I the mean, nads? I, I think it would suck. Um, it would definitely be a, a pretty big kick in the nads. But I also feel like if he really wanted them, they would have been on Supercard of Honor. Like, yeah. Like, let's be realistic. They weren't, right? They weren't wrestling at 
No, if they're not signed yet. But they weren't wrestling at Multiverse of Matches. No. So he clearly could have brought in, brought them in. He brought in fucking Cheeseburger. Um, So they could, I mean, like. But what do you think that's why? Do you think that's a matter of them being signed to us, which I don't think is the case? Or do you think it's maybe. I just don't think he wants to work with them. Like, realistically, he, I understand it. Outside of the Gresham versus Bandito, which was a ROH versus ROH match, yeah. he ran through every single person. Like, he took titles off of all of them. Right, right. Like, he had Rhett Titus. And I'm not saying Rhett Titus is the um, the greatest wrestler of all time. Mm. But he had Rhett Titus drop his title in six minutes. Well, to Suzuki, he wants that relationship with New Japan. Like, Obviously, oh, I, get, I get that, but like, yeah, we get the point. Yeah, he, he, yeah, like, he not... basically was like, "Get out of here, Josh." Well, like, he gave Mercedes and Willow more time than he gave Suzuki and Titus. Like, yeah, we get it. so <laughs> he's yeah. he doesn't care about our Yeah, so like, I don't think he cares about those guys. I think he's going to use the bouts to further his storylines. He's yeah. going to get some of those bouts on like old school ROH talent. Joe is about to beat Suzuki. I'm pretty sure probably on Wednesday. Um, so he'll get that. He'll use the FTR are going to kind of run with it. So he's going to use the belts to elevate his people. And then when he finally gets a deal, I think he's just going to turn it into feeder. I don't yeah. think he's going to be grabbing guy like XROH guys, because what's the point then? Like, yeah. why do you want those guys in your feeder company? What? Unless they're huge names like Joe doing a return to ROH type thing. But I think that's where, you know, that, that fear from some Impact fans that this is going to become a third brand. Because if you do that, then you're basically creating a WWE NXT, right? You create it's ba- And that's essentially what the level we're at. As besides the fact that I think we're, we're moving past that by locking more people in. NXT is a mix of newcomers and then some sprinkled veterans of NXT. And that's what he could do with ROH. I agree with you in that system. And I think that he he might be a fan of what the legacy of ROH, that TV library, as T.U. said there, uh, is obviously a big get for him. But I think that was the big get. Uh, now, to answer, I think you're answering the question that, yes, it would be a we – we shouldn't worry about losing people of that nature, though, because correct the options more in our favor. Yeah, and I agree. I think if, if we look at it as that and – and I agree with you that if he's using it for what we believe he's using, we also can't believe that Maria and them are going to bolt as soon as their dates are done and go to work there. So it, it goes hand in hand. And you're right. no, on, on top of that, I mean, I know we're older. We're in our 30s. We don't have unlimited time. Like when we were 20, early, mid-20s, we right. could watch. If there was wrestling on five days a week, I would have watched it five days a week. Yeah. <laughs> Now I don't have the time. Like I have to pick and choose what I watch. Right. So if he had puts on a third show that he has like huge stars coming to, is he taking away people who are going to watch dynamite and rampage? So I just, I think, I think he's going to make it. I think it's going to end up being a feeder. And I think he'll do some things like bring punk back and Joe back and stuff like that. Runs. Yeah. For like, Oh, this is like a a throwback to old, to old ROH guys when yeah. they're not on Dynamite. Right. And I it also wouldn't surprise me if he uses it for people who aren't appearing on AEW 
to bring them in there because he's he's already got a massively bloated roster. If right. you're if I have guys who aren't on dynamite, yeah, why am I going to hire the kingdom? Right, right. No, that makes Come sense. In. Yeah. So unless you feel they're an upgrade to someone you already have, so yeah, yeah that's so, a possibility. Uh, you know, that's a optimistic way of looking at it, and it's nothing against the talent. It's just the vision in which he has. Uh, said company. So yeah. I agree with you there. Uh, we'll talk about some moves with us. I just want to mention because I, I, I have briefly talked about guys. Uh, go check them out. Episode 16 is up right now. Uh, different show than ours, uh, but same great nonsense, man. Um, definitely finding their groove. But uh, I, I bring it up because on episode 16, an IO had made the the uh, clip of it and put it on there with, with the uh, and we were talking about Having matches in, in the like, between and Mike Bailey, who was the MVP of WrestleMania weekend, because and it goes into like I think Bailey had wrestled five or, or Blake Chris or one or the other, and I just want to make that a finish that and mention that uh, shout out to them uh, live every uh, Thursday 4 p.m. Eastern 9 p.m. BST, uh, but also because uh, we were talking about the IPWF thing. You know, it would have been some of those if Bailey created a character and was on there, their sixth match of the night. So <laughs> I think the quality, although they are talented and younger and probably could do it, maybe isn't uh, the level of putting it on the night after. So uh, let's move on to that, though. Speaking of multiverse match as well, uh, Taya has returned and she quickly was put on the roster page. Uh, the language and the uh, verbiage in which they are talking about her and the thing press releases they have put out very much that Taya is back. Um, obviously, if you couldn't uh, realize it from earlier, I'm a big Taya fan. Uh, I think, you know, a lot left to prove. No, um, she is a star in her own right, a, a legend uh, in, in women's wrestling. But this is where I think it gets fun. She brings back, you could do Wrestle House. You could, there's all those extra things that, that go with her. She's not just a knockout that used to be a champion coming back. So, uh, But it looks like she is, is returned for the, for the long haul. And Savannah Evans, um, who must have been working on a shorter deal, or a, 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 we were there for Sam Bursary when her debuted, so I don't know how many months. How that, when she debuted? Yeah. The, oh, wait, you might not have been there. It might have been the... Uh, it was the taping after. The taping after, but literally yeah, the day. When, yeah, because um, Fire and Flavor was still there at Summer yep. and then she got taken. That's right. Yeah. Um, I know why I think Rebellion, Tasha, and Rosemary was the first, you know, chosen one there. Uh, but so there might be other moves in the knockout uh, division coming soon. But with Savannah sticking around, and remember, it, I had read an interview where she was mentioning about resigning and why she's happy to be there. Um, and you know, really putting impact over in their locker room about how they've created where no one's stepping on each other's toes. I thought that was really nice uh, way to say it, but um, that the, the locker room is all in it. They want to put a great product on compared to just one great segment. They're not all out for themselves. I really dig that because you keep hearing that uh, uh, affirmation in, in a lot of the talents interviews. Uh, but with her being signed, we said, you know, there's obviously a lot of potential with her with there. It reminded me she won that Monsters Ball uh in honor of, of Daphne I forgot about that there's obviously an inevitable split there so her value is going to just raise from here or rise from here especially when she splits for Tasha inevitably um what do you think about the division where we're at now I had wrote it down so if you need me to tell you all the, all the uh, knockouts that are in it but do you see it do you see it getting uh too big uh do we need more they said we need jobbers 
Um, but Mosh has you faced a, a and I and I say this kindly, a, a legitimate talent in the sense of how it's portrayed on TV. We've we've got Lish. She can she just needs to get out there and start jobbing to people. Yeah, that's what she does um, now. She's a viable jobber. I, I yeah. She's on TV. She's great. Um, so I don't think it's too big at all. Um, I think it. I think it could be because you have the tag division. That completely changes the size of the division that you're allowed or able to have. If you didn't have a tag team belts. Hmm. The division would probably be good because if you think about it, the inspiration are split, the all them. But yeah. because you have tag team belts, adding four more women yeah. at least that you can then partner together it is almost a must because at some point this inspiration influence um feud. Few, thank you. My brain stopped Sorry. working. Yeah. Um, I was looking at the pictures of them. I was like, I can't think what they're, they're going through. Their uh, feud uh, is eventually <laughs> going to stop. Yeah. And then you need to have a team. And right now it's Decay? Is that? Well, Rosemary's doing singles, but Tasha but, uh, Evans. <clears throat> Tasha and Evans, but like Tasha is still the champion. So I don't yeah. think she's going to chase. So if assuming that she beats Rosemary, it would be Decay. And then that's it. So you really do need to develop one or two yeah. women's teams. So I definitely don't think the division is too big. Right. But That's I fair. think it's in a it's in a good spot right now, but I do think it needs to grow a bit. Yeah, you know, I looked looking at it from them, you know, from that perspective, I agree. I mean, they're they're the tag that's the one thing we hear a lot of is the tag divisions once again being thin. Now we're hearing the middle and, and heavyweight one being thin. Once again, I believe it's uh, firmly it's it's a it's a reaction or, or a product of not having the uh, budget available to keep sixty guys on a freaking roster. We don't have that right now, or they're not putting it into it. They're making it, putting it back in, making it, putting it back in. Um, they're not digging a, a giant hole again. They want us to be. Um, oh, just, <laughs> um, they want you know they want us to be viable and self sufficient, not uh, you know paycheck to paycheck or missing paychecks. So right now we can't sign fifteen tag teams, but for that reason, yeah, another, a few more knockouts. I like the fire and ice idea with obviously we mentioned it before, Giselle and, and Frost here. Now Taya's back. Does Taya go with Rosemary? Does she find someone else? I still think there's a possibility with Chelsea and 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 uh, Deanna. I think there's a possibility with uh, Mickey maybe finding someone, bringing someone from. So I, I think that's the way to do it. Is if you can't financially have a deep knockouts roster to fulfill the needs of that division or both divisions, have some people who are constants like a Lady Frost, who you bring in someone who's. Maybe and I don't want to say sidekick because that takes away from you know I don't want someone to be a, a proverbial Genetti, but someone that could come in on a loop that comes in from time to time, kind of how Rachel was until unfortunately she left. I think she was supposed to stick around, but do you know what I mean? Like someone who kind of comes in when they hey we're doing tag team stuff, we're doing you know. I mean the the good thing about what Impact does is because they bring on people for a per appearance yeah. basis is you can go out and find someone and say, hey, we want to set up a feud between you and this person. Mm. We would like it to last 
through the pay-per-view. So two months, let's just say, hypothetically. So that'll – you want to come in for this time frame. We'll pay you for it. Yeah. Okay, cool. And you can can do that. So – and I know – like I know we've talked about the AEW impact relationship maybe being frayed. But if for some – but it's by some act of God – for no other reason than to get in access to that women's roster so that they could bring over a couple people who just for like Allie coming back. Let's team okay, Allie. With, that's fair. That's fair. So, so there's just, there's some people in there that I think would be good ideas to just rotate in who aren't doing anything in AEW and just say, Hey, can we have them for two months and then we'll send them back to you. And here's our storyline. And that, to me is great because it allows you to constantly bring in fresh people. Well, like you said, saying, Hey, we've got six or seven who are always going to be here, but we can rotate in and then kick people out. And then you don't have to have a situation where this person has been on the roster page and you're like, I ain't seen that motherfucker in eight months. Like right. what's going on? Well, so I, I think that's, that's the double-edged sort of it. And you have to figure, does it, does it quiet the people who want a, a, a deep division? If you have the roster page, have say whatever you call Tasha and some, well, that, that's a bad example, but say Rosemary and the Havoc's not there, but you bring someone in to be with Rosemary. Now I'm just yeah. using it because it just came up. Um, do you have them as a team? And then is it, would people be okay with that person? Oh, they just had some, uh, you know, my tag team partner isn't a full-time member of this roster. They come in for their, cause they're my tag team partner. I don't mind that. Uh, especially if you, you treat them with the same, I mean, look, you mentioned Finn juice. Um, but I think Bullet a lot Club. of Bullet club, but I think a lot of people prefer, hey, this is ours. These are our people. So, We'll see. Uh, I see T. Hughes mentioning uh, Impact should bring Wentz back team with Trey. Um, yeah, we're not really going to touch on that. <laughs> um, I hope well, the truth will prevail. Exactly. Either way. All we'll say about that is until we know more, Yeah. I'll hold off on that. Yeah, I, I, I could say I have brief interactions uh, with both, and both are very pleasant people from what I've – that's all I could say. Uh, so we'll see, but hey, talent's talent, and um, if all, everything is good, then I'm, I'm good. I love them. I love the wrestlers. Um, trying, sorry, trying to read the, the things there, but all right, let's get into the last one here. We got the Briscoes. Uh, you know, obviously, we we could talk about this uh, in great depth uh, about what they do for the tag division. We know all the tag teams. It's great to have them here. The big news is that they're going to be working with us from Rebellion forward. Uh, I think that says a lot. They just dropped the seat, uh, GCW uh, tag titles, not necessarily meaning because. You know, Cardona's always there. We don't. It doesn't matter. Um, Bailey is there. Uh, I know there's more. Where do you think this goes? Goes is my first question for you. As far as if they're with us for a good chunk of it, do you see them winning the tag title sooner rather than later? Um, and then. I don't know, man. It just it gets me popping every time just saying their name that it, it's associated with um, with impact. But, you know, where do you see? Oh, let's do this. Uh, where do you think they go first? Let's start there. Do you think it's hey, we got to finish up with the Good Brothers and Bullet Club? I do. I think that's their first feud is Good Brothers okay. and Bullet Club. I 
think there's a possibility that that could be a championship feud. Meaning? I think Good Brothers could end up winning at the title. Again. Or again. What about the Briscoes um, winning? Do you think it's that quick or do you think it's uh, they got to earn earn it? Kind of? I, I, th- I think they'll – if I'm being – here's what I think and I'll give out more predictions. I feel like the kingdom wins the title. Really? Because they kind of have a feud with the um, – With Good Brothers. Oh. Well, with Good Brothers mm-hmm. and – because didn't they mm-hmm. come in and cost – yeah – so what happens if the Briscoes come in and are part of Honor No More? So, and then you add them. So I think that could not not a long term partnership, but a short one. Um, well, what is the kingdom? Where does that put them together? I th- so I think that yeah, I, mean, I think I think you could see some situations where Bullet Club, where Beyblade go up against the Kingdom. Wow, the Briscoes battle. Good brothers, but I I think there's gonna have to be a Briscoes versus Bullet Club because they did too yeah, much that's at. Fair. But what Bullet I'm saying Universe. is, where does VVD um, play into this? Is, is this a is this a instance where they're the champion? But meh, I think no, I think VVD's losing their quick? titles. At oh uh, yeah, I mean there's eight teams. <laughs> yeah, like they're they're at this point they're it's it's well past time for them to move for somebody else to hold those titles. They've, they've held and, it for two months, not even. Okay, it's well past time. <laughs> um, should never. No, I think you're right with the, with the knockouts as well. We talked about this last week. It, yeah. The ever changing right now might be the best for all parties. Yeah. So I think you could set up something with Kingdom. You could set up something with Good Brothers. But I do think Briscoes. If I had to guess, I would say by the next pay per view, they will be in a tag team. So title after match. Rebellion. Yes, not rebelling the, the fall. Mm-hmm. So that would be uh, is that slam anniversary? Oh, because yeah, oh, the big four. Well, there would be those medium ones. Obviously, we have uh, under siege I, or whatever. I don't think no. I think I think they I think they they give they wait for the Briscoes oh, at like event. something like slam anniversary. I mean, yeah. So. Even if it happened, I mean, yeah. That's the one thing I don't want to happen. You know, we obviously mentioned Finn Juice, and that was a make good. A lot of the things we've done was a make good for New Japan, which I, I do not mind whatsoever. Uh, it needed to be done. I like Finjuice. I ended up uh, pretty much, you know, really digging them. But there's that part of it where you give it to a team, and granted that situation is different, but you give it to a team who's going to have at least a cup of coffee. But what else they got to fight for? And that's the only thing I don't want. You know, I think that will be a sign for me if the Briscoes are here to be a part of Impact or not until we hear, hey, they're signed. Um, it is going to be as how long it takes them to win. If they shot, you know, hot shot it and uh, or shotgun it, whatever the fuck it's called, and he went, they win it the first month, they're just getting that name in the books. You know? Yeah, I, I hope it's not that fast. I think they have a a feud with bullet club yeah yeah. and then i think they go on to and here's the i'm trying to remember which one was it jay or was it mark that won roh Uh, jay is the heavyweight champion world champion and and, and mark was the tv okay so they also you also have the possibility that it was it was jay that you could add these guys to 
your Bro, singles too. Uh, if one of them, uh, I don't even know how. Well, yes, I would want to see Jay versus Josh Alexander. Battle of the uh, Jay Drillers. They both just hit their finisher on each other all day long. Like, like <laughs> I'm cool with, uh, what about Swan and Mac? You know what's funny is I think they have a good chance of Rebellion too. I think what Rebellion gives Impact a chance to, if it's the Kingdom or someone like the Soldiers, it gives someone to sneak in there that hasn't been necessarily on a winning streak in the tag division, as you know, to, to win it and say, "Oh, look, we beat everybody," and start a start shooting them to whatever. Because VBD is a entity; it is a brand. It doesn't. They don't. They don't need, need, the, titles. need the titles. They're like the Undertaker. Yeah. They, they don't, don't need it. it. Now, here's here's my yeah. question. I know the Briscoes are supposedly booked at GCW. Uh. The same day, well, they just dropped their belts. So I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If it tur- if if it turns out that they are not on that mm. show, what percentage chance do you think they show up? Not necessarily in the yeah. match, but interfere in the match. I think it's more likely that the GCW run was. And I, I hope they make good. I don't want to bur- you know, bur- burn any bridges, especially with GCW or anyone that's you know uh, been good to us. Um, but if they're not in it, I, I think it would be a, if they're going to be in Poughkeepsie the next day anyways, there's a 100% chance they're involved in the match in some capacity. I agree. And I, I agree. I don't think that them dropping the belts is, you know us being upset with GCW. I think it's the fact of, Hey guys, we're going to be working with impact for a decent amount of time, which means we can't defend. We, well, yeah, we can't, yeah, we can't defend. We can't guarantee that we're going to be available for your guys. Dates impacts is going to take primary, just like priority. Yeah. They're going to take priority. So it makes sense that for them to be like, Hey, let's drop the belts to bussy. By the way, Bussy. bussy. Yeah. And they they drive. I've I've watched the end of that oh. match. It was the worst power driver I've ever seen in my oh, entire life. Oh man, hey, it was bad. But yeah, I think that's what it was. I think it's like, hey, we're going to be working with Impact. We're just going to drop them. I, I think there's a chance that they might not. Show, if they show up though, that would be awesome. But we'll see. Yeah, it, you know. Yeah, thank you. We know it's lagging. We don't know what it is. Yeah, it's, it's, might be Twitch. Might be we us. We're going. not sure, but. Uh, thanks for sticking with us, guys. Thanks for rocking with it. I, I agree with you, Max. Uh, to end it on a positive note, I, I think the Briscoes are here for a long term. I think it makes sense for them to say, hey, we got first priority um, on it. I don't want to jinx it, but I, I think you're right on that. I don't think there's any burnt bridges or anything like that. Uh, but I could very well see them. And I saw the, the comment there about the, the Good Brothers contract maybe up after Slam Anniversary. I, I think they're with us for the long haul as well. Uh, too much... Uh, side things that they can do or have done for impact that just, if you're not invested, it doesn't make sense for how much they've worked, they put into it. Um, and if it, if it, if it is and they're, and they're booking it, thank you for all the work you put into it. But it wouldn't surprise me if they sign with new Japan, but then have a large impact, like the working have a, relationship, spend a lot of time in impact. Yeah. Because that, to me, I mean, a, I guess they could go to AEW, but here in New Japan, to me, seems the most likely. And I think either way, they'll work both pretty regularly. 
yeah, uh, I, I think no matter what way we cut this, if it's if it's for a rebellion and the three months of tapings that follow, uh, and the Briscoes are there and Ty is there, and now we know Savannah's staying, Ace is staying. I think the Good Brothers stay. Um, man, um, you know, I don't know. Interesting factoid. Yeah. If the Briscoes win the Impact Tag Team Championships, it would technically be their second Impact Championship as they are full Impact Pro, or they were full Impact Pro Tag Team Champions. Yeah. I'm just looking at their, so their stuff they've held. Yeah. So. Uh, not, not necessarily Impact Wrestling, but full Impact, so they would be the second they'd time. They'd be two-time Impact Champions. You just kind of have to change. Yeah logos and companies and places uh yeah no uh like i was saying it's just a great time to be an impact fan guys so if you if you're new to it um let us be your guide to it if not there's other great programs out there that you guys could go find uh that make great impact content um but uh to to plug some of ours i already mentioned talking bloody nonsense uh they also have tbn chats which they have a, a interview with Rio right now up there, and she just wrestled at PEW's. Uh, I'm gonna forget it, King of Combat, uh, but it was really good. So go check that out. Uh, she did that with Mr. Pat Craig. Once again, they air every Thursday, 4 p.m., 9 p.m. BST, and uh, look out for Power Rankings, the regular, the official, excuse me, return of the extended uh, Power Rankings with uh, Datia and Bert. That will start airing, uh, and Lucha as well. Uh, chiming in there since he's the grandfather of them. Uh, it'll start April 25th, which is right after Rebellion, so that's perfect. Just a 10-minute show, power rankings in between. They'll still be on here, but the 5 and 5 will be added. And you get a little show, make it more important. Do a little sports centery twist on it. Uh, and uh, like we said, every every rankings uh, is is uh, been... I think it's been pretty decent lately, uh, but we have a committee, and if you're interested in changing that, uh, write us at TNAIW channel. It takes a DM. It, it No time, no hassle. Every week after you watch Impact, you just got to get in your uh, power rankings before Friday. So um, not a bad gig there. And go check out Perfect Timing. Uh, LOL TNA episodes one through four will have a 10-episode uh, season. Then we'll come back for another 10 after a little bit of a, a thing there. But we've done uh, quite a bit. Another one coming this Tuesday, 4.20 p.m. Uh, but... The last one up was Cookie Gate, and it's worth a watch. It's worth a watch. Is that really what time they drop? Is four twenty yeah. p.m. PST time though, <laughs> <laughs> California time. So was... Oh man! Uh, but uh, yeah, we we thank you guys for rocking with us. We appreciate it. If there was a lag, we I mean obviously you can see the lag. Um, but if the YouTube uh, recording of this isn't good, uh, we'll make up to you guys somehow. But uh, we appreciate you yeah, sticking. We, yeah, we apologize. We thank you. Uh, Sundays. 8 p.m. to 9 p.m., a little over, obviously, uh, every week. And uh, Saturdays, we will still be there. What do you say? Just poke Jeff the bear, you scorpion, Dion. Not grumpy. I don't come off well through text. It's just not my It's not my jam. Uh, anywho, thanks, Bacon Space. Uh, join our community. Join other communities. Join the Impact community. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Stay away from the bots, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Max, you want to say anything? No, um, it's I'm excited about Impact. I think Rebellion is shaping up to be exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look at that card. I know. I'm I'm really interested to see 
how things break after Rebellion for like Deanna yeah. and stuff because I, I think she's probably losing her Reina Reinas. I'm still really hoping she loses the ROH title to like Chelsea and just so we send Chelsea over there to I drop mean, she, it just kind of as a hey. The, I, the irony of that happening and then Chelsea if that were to happen and her finisher's the unprettier and Christian's finished. What's the odds of, of that <laughs> happening? It would be beautiful, poetic uh, irony. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, no. Or just have Christian come in and beat him for the ROH women's title. With a chair. We'll do, the, we'll do it on pretty. Yeah, Christian just comes in, hits her with a chair, pins her, you're like, whatever. Oh, man. All right, guys. Thank you for rocking with us. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Help us with those numbers. We're trying to get to 300 on YouTube, 3,500 on Twitter before Rebellion. Uh, let's grow this uh, platform. Uh, we love you guys. Thanks for uh, sticking with us. And uh, hopefully this audio is good. Bye, everybody. Hopefully. Later, guys.